Hello travellers, and welcome to Tales from the Dark Dragon's Inn, Episode 8, As the Daylight Dies. As those of you who follow us on social media may have noticed lately, I've been overwhelmed. This is largely due to some personal issues and a period of illness earlier this year in which I was able to accomplish no editing. This has led to me being in a position where in order to be able to release on time, I'm editing episodes due to be released within the week beforehand. Whilst doable, this is extremely taxing and has caused no small amount of stress. In order to make sure I don't completely blow a fuse, after the release of episode 9 on the 5th, we'll be putting the show into a brief hiatus, returning on September 9th. I'll be using this time to build up a backlog of edited content ready for release, but also to help my younger sister after she brings new life into the world later this week. I'd like to offer my sincerest thanks to those of you who continue to support us throughout the recent difficulties, and I look forward to sharing more of our exploits with you when we get back to full steam. So, without further ado, on with the show. Hey there! Good to see you again! We've got your usual table prepared! Right this way, please! There are times in life when even heroes fall short. Times where men cannot be bought. Where words needing heard have not been spoken, and misunderstandings risk promises broken. Do you guys know how far we are from where we were supposed to go? <laughs> there must be a way to walk around the hoity-toity part of the city. I'm not familiar with Baldur's Gate, so I'm sure we could ask for directions. I want to see if there's any local shop that looks like someone might know things. Like maybe if it's a pub or... Maybe an inn or something. Somewhere what I would assume people working there might know the city well. You start wandering around looking for a place of business. And as you do, you hear a voice behind you. You alright? You look lost. You turn around and... Who are you? There is a small half-orc boy. He's oh, about God. eight years old. Ah, <laughs> oh, my name's Urk. And uh, I help people out when they're lost. You lost. You look lost. Look, I don't have any money, kid. You must know where you are, then. And he just turns around and starts walking away. I don't. I don't have time for people like him. You clearly don't have time for getting where you're going, then. <laughs> Mix is just on the warpath. Hey, wait! It does seem like we are indeed lost. He stops. Strange. I do, there's there's just something about you that suggests that you. You know where you are. It's uh, just a distinct lack of jingling. <laughs> hey, you know what makes a good compass? Silver. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Look, how how much silver for us to be lost, but then to have someone kind help us? Well, I think it takes about ten silver pieces a <laughs> person to put together a compass this time of night. It's like two in the afternoon. Oh, Marin, what do, like... And here's, here's the thing. It's an attitude thing, I think, you know? It's just, I I really struggle to focus. I just, I, I get lost myself. But Silver just clears me right up. It's like a snap of mint under your nose and you got a cold. Cuts through the fog. Is there... <laughs> Can I compensate for less silver? Is there something... Have you ever seen a pseudo-dragon? No, but do they have silver? No. Because if they do, I'd, I'd love to meet one. No. 
They don't often do. She takes one of the satchels that's attached to her belt and starts sifting through it. Before she pulls out any silver, I pull one out. One piece, and I hand it to the kid, and I go, You'll get the rest when you get us to where we want to go. He looks at you, holding out on some... Uh, There's more where that came from. Well, normally, I operate on 80% upfront, so if you, um, 100% upfront would probably work alright. Yeah. Let's let's go with that. You're a little bit short there, mate. Listen here, Welp. How about you take half of what you're asking and take us where we need to go? And you see him pull something out of his pocket and throw it at the child, who jumps back and puts his hands in front of his face. Yeah, um, yeah, all right. Sure. That, that seems reasonable. If Mix wasn't already standing next to the Doomsinger, she shimmies over slightly and pats him on the back. He smiles shimmies see you just have to know how to talk to them we're good friends aren't we ah don't push your luck well then all right then uh five silver each i'll tell you where you need to go okay sure and mix pours out the sack of coins that she has in her hand where it's mostly just copper pieces but she'll pick out there's maybe like a couple silver pieces in there and then she'll pull out another one from another pocket and make up five and there you go he takes it Marin, are you paying up? Five silver. Doomsinger does also, and he smiles pleasantly at three of you. And well, it's a pleasure doing business with you. Uh, where is it we're going? Marin, what was the name of where we're supposed to meet them? Uh, Worms Rock. Yes, that one. Oh, Worms Rock, right. I don't go there, but I'll take you to the gate. And you can you can head out on your own. I mean, yeah. It's a nice clip. Yeah, that would be helpful. Thank you. You seem brave. It'll be right. He leads you through the city, giving you the standard tour. That's where the demon lives. That's where old nanny Billy Goat lives. She eats children. But you're not children, so you're probably all right. You don't have kids, do you? Uh, well, it's fine. It's fine. Yeah, that's 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 where the gigantic plant monster knocked over half the city, but it got better, so it's okay. Well, that's good to hear. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, it's a uh, it's a very historied town we live in, and uh, that's that's where the duke lives. He points at a real dive of a house. <laughs> Me, me and him, we're best mates. Uh, we, we hang out all the time. Duke lives there. He's good. Enough. He's a good man. Good man. I'll have to meet him someday. Not, not Silver Shield. Silver Shield's a bit of a shithead, but you know the other Duke who lives there. Yeah, sure, you should. Uh, I can, I can take you now if you want. Um, I'm quite pressed to find my friends, but next time we're around, we'll, we'll see if sure. we can find you and, sure, and sure. you can give us the grand tour. Yeah, all right. Sounds, sounds lovely. Yeah. So uh, right this way, and he leads you across the city to the Basilisk Gate. And when you get there, there is a queue. Oh, here we go again. <laughs> Why is there so many people? Turn to say this to Urk and he's already gone. In that case, Mix goes to the back of the queue and taps the person in front of her on the shoulder. There is a tall tiefling woman who turns and looks at you. Yes? Sorry. What What do you need? Oh, hello. Sorry. Um, Can I ask what this queue is for? It's to get through the gate, dear. Do we need paperwork to get through the gate? Things will be easier for you if you have some, yes. And if you don't? They will make things less easy for you. Oh. And how might one acquire paperwork? See, we're new here, sorry. You usually have to go through the right channels. Right channels, you say? It helps if you live here. Oh, we definitely don't. Paperwork 
probably isn't an option then. Okay. Um, guess it's back to square one then, Marin. Mm. Oh, you can still get through. It will just cost you. Oh, do, do you do you know how much we we need? Is it like a bribing system? Like she balks at the bribe and she's like, no, there there are, there are fees to come in and out of the city. Did you do not have to oh. pay them when you came in? Um, no, we came along with um other people who covered all that. We we just had to. Right. Um, yeah. I, I see. They they probably should have handled your paperwork then, really. Um, yeah. Well. Did we enter the city illegally? A slight oversight now that, you know, we're here in this position. One that will definitely won't have happen again. Good luck. And she turns back to waiting. Well, thank you so much. She's a rather plainly dressed looking woman. Oh, Mix, I fear that if this is the way it is for us to get in and around the city... I think we will be out of pocket very soon. Yeah. I want to see how many guards are at the gate to see if I can spot anywhere where maybe we could climb over the gate. I don't know. You can see that up near the gate, there are several guards. There are a couple of different tents, and you see people occasionally being taken into them. But otherwise, there are a number of tables, several guards inspecting the belongings of people as they pass through, occasionally taking things from them and putting them inside one of the tents. Obviously, it looks like they're accepting and taking payment. From where you stand, you do see that one of the walls to the far east does appear to have a stairway that leads up one side of it. Hmm. But I will point out to you that these are very tall walls, because these are the walls of the city. They are intended to protect it from siege. So they are very tall. Mix will take down an entire city. <laughs> Guys, I, I hate to say it, but I think for now, we, we just need to get to Toby and our back. This, this is ridiculous. We just pay the fee and just, we need to get to them. We need to get out of here. Agreed. So, do you just wait in line? Yes, do we just pay our way through then? Unless you have any better suggestions. I'm, I'm getting tired and I, I don't, I... I just want to get out of here, and if the easiest way to do that is to stand in line like a good little citizen, then I say we be good little citizens for an hour. And after the first ten minutes, you get the impression that's how long it's going to take. Those walls are pretty tall, aren't they? But level with me. Do you think we could climb it? Like, forget about guards for a minute, but do you think we could? Um, probably. And there is a stairway that literally leads to the top of the wall. It's just a matter of what you do once you're up there. Although it would certainly be at risk of getting caught. I, I just mean whether or not we could. Like, you know, the skills to get up there. Um, If it wasn't daylight and guards and clumsy feet. Indeed. Oh, I have an idea. Ooh, do tell. What if you possessed Arconius? Ugh. And then we carry your unconscious body to the guards and say that you're in urgent need of help from your doctor who's on the other side. <gasps> Do me, you're a genius. And then other people will let us through. Do me. And Mix puts both her hands on his shoulder, standing right in front of him like, I can't believe you are a genius. Let's do this. I'm impressed. <laughs> Thank you. I I have my moments. And Mix gently nudges Darconius. Um, buddy, did, did you hear that? Uh, sure. Yeah. Did you be okay with that? Mm, whatever. Okay. Gentlemen, when you're ready. 
Dim Singer looks at Yumar and well, I'm not Karenko. Uh, right, okay. Mix just goes. As Mix just dives into Darkonius willy-nilly and her body slumps, you dash forwards <laughs> and catch her. Oof. Ooh, that was good. Help! Help! My friend, she needs assistance! In Darkonius' body, I'm just giggling to myself, but I quickly dive into Murren's hood. Stay there. Quiet. You hoist her off the ground and begin to walk towards the gates of the garden. As you walk past, a few people protest and then realise that you're carrying someone who, for all intents and purposes, appears to be unconscious, and shuffle out of the way as you get towards the front. And as you get towards the front of the crowd, the guards form up, well, what's the meaning of this? What's what's going on here? And you are facing a large, burly-looking dwarf woman. She is approximately five and a half foot tall. She is extremely large for a dwarf, and yet a dwarf nonetheless she is. She's very broad in the chest. What's going on? Uh, my friend, she's in dire need of help. Um, There's a doctor on the other side. We must get through quickly, please. Oh, no, no, please. Put her down on the table over here. We have we have doctors. People often faint in the heat. Oh, um, okay. All right. <laughs> yes, yes. She goes over to one of the peasants and just tosses him stuff on the ground. Make room, you fool! Here, put her down. I'll put Mix down. She says, she turns to one of the guards. You there, go and get the medic. And the triton who's behind her goes, yes, ma'am! And runs off to go get assistance from one of the tent medics. The dwarf is eyeing you suspiciously, Murren. So, uh, what's wrong with her? I don't know, she just fainted. Where's your doctor? He's on his way. Does this happen often? And she pokes Mix in the face. At this point, being in Murren's hood, I'm very carefully eyeing the situation. Murren, keep strong. She's a wily one, but you, you got this. Roll stealth. Oh, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> She's looking around. Did you, did you hear that? What was that? What? Are you paying attention to my friend? Where's your doctor? She's on her way. Where's that whispering coming from? As a little pseudo dragon, I peek my head up and go, Meep. There's an extra toll for that. <laughs> if you're bringing pets. <laughs> Actually, what I'm going to do is I am going to fly up over to my body, make whimpering noises and just kind of nuzzle up being like, Ah, <laughs> oh, look at it. Poor stupid animal. <laughs> There's there's still an extra toll if it's coming with you. Oh. Rosa, hurry up! Very small tabaxi woman. She's no more than three and a half foot tall, comes rushing out and she's got a little bag and she hops up onto the table and she is leaning over, kind of like when cats inspect a hoover. She's standing over Mix and looking around, peeking and getting close, but then sort of backing away, sniffing at her. <laughs> she smells fine, but... Not responsive, Puck Puck. Yes, we were told there was a, a doctor on the other side. I am a doctor. I am on this side. That could deal with her specific condition. She has a condition? What is her condition? Puck Puck. Puck. Well, we don't know. That's why we were going to see the doctor. Then how can you know there is a doctor who knows about her condition? <laughs> and she starts needing mix. <laughs> Please stop poking my friend. <laughs> I am practicing medicine. 
Are you a doctor? Right, sorry. I am trying to help her. I'm going to fly back onto Varen's shoulder for now. Good. Animals only get in the way. In my inside voice, so talking to Draconius only, no one else can hear this. Draconius, I think I need to come out. But when I do, just make sure to keep acting the way I was acting. I can do that. You promise? I was practicing cute with Murin, and then he made the little statue. Should I make her make a statue? Oh, no, no, no. But I mean, maybe another time, but... For now, just cute, whimpery noises will do. Okay. Thank you. Yeah, okay. You transfer your consciousness back into your body as she's poking and kneading her way up your torso. As I come back, I almost sound like I couldn't breathe, so like this giant gasp of air. (laughs) (laughs) Ah, I am a miracle worker. Look. See, you do not need the doctor on the other side. I am plenty. And she looks at the dwarf and she says, perhaps I deserve a raise. And she's doing a little Mr. Burns thing with her paws. What What happened? I fixed you. Oh, thank you. You are safe to go home now. I am confident of this. Oh, well, thank you. And Mix puts out a hand to shake the tabaxi's hand. She shakes your hand with her paw. There will be a fee, of course, for fixing it. <laughs> Uh, yeah, don't worry. I I know where I am. She smiles. That is good. It will be 300 gold. What? I am a good doctor. Medical services are not cheap. What did you think? You would just come here and I would fix you for free? Yeah. Why? I don't, I don't have 300 gold. It's okay. We can take installment payments. Come, follow me into the tent. I will have Nant help you with the paperwork. And oh. she hops down. And she's doing her little Mr. Burns pause. And before going over to the tent, I'd, I'd speak to the scary dwarf lady. It's, please, is is that normal in Baldur's Gate? Do people pay for doctors? Why? Don't they pay for doctors where you're from? Yes! Oh. Had it too good in greenest. I mean, it's... Uh, can we do something in exchange? I don't, I don't have that kind of money. What do I do? Moran, what do we do? Talk to Nan. The dwarf gestures you towards the tent. Come on, there are people that need to get home. Gonna move on. Okay, uh, okay. Is there any way you can contact Ogda, the commander? Speak to my boss. Is she your boss? (sighs) She just rolls her eyes and thumbs towards the tent. Well... I think we're getting arrested again. So if you guys make your way to the tent, that is where you encounter Nant Thangol, who is the tall, thin dwarf met by Toby and Urbach. Ah, my doctor here tells me that she fixed you, but you've not got the gold to pay. That's correct. Well, uh, have you got the toll? What? How much is the toll? For the gate? Yeah, I mean, how much is the toll for the gate? It's 25 gold pieces. Oh, I... I can just about cover that. Oh, that will cover all three of you, at least. Oh, well then, let me pay. He smiles. So long as we're paid, it's all good. It's the least I can do. And if you... I'm, I'm guessing you don't have the right paperwork. You don't seem local. No, I was told we would require paperwork. You you do indeed, but for the fee, I will, uh, I'll, I'll give you a writ of payment for return entry. I assume you're not staying out there. And he looks, he's, you, you all seem rather finely dressed, so I, I assume you're staying in the town. So this writ, and he writes up a piece of paper, says this will get you back into the city for a much reduced fee. And as for the medical payments, the tabaxi's hopping from foot to foot, getting increasingly annoyed. For the medical payment, we'll just require a little signature here to say that you will be making the payment in full within six months. <sighs> okay. Excellent. And he drafts up 
two bits of paperwork and they're identical. One for you and one for me. And hands you a quill with which to sign. And the agreement effectively says you will pay this person 300 gold for the medical care that they provided you with. Oh, so Mix has to sign it. Yeah. You know the scene in The Little Mermaid where she's signing away her voice? That's the face Mix is making as she signs it away. We're going to end that scene with Mix signing the paperwork and cut to Toby and Urbach. You were deep in conversation with Lissa Rael. So, looking at Reliot, you mentioned obviously you're looking for funds just to help get your sources see a bit further. Is there anything, what kind of ballpark were you thinking of? I am not entirely sure what you mean. You mentioned earlier that you were struggling. You, of course, have sources that might be able to help us obtain things. In particular, this the body of the ping that we fought, but obviously your resources are stretched thin. What if we could bolster those financially? Well, the resources that I would seek would merely be to support the people that are struggling within the outer city. And the Tabaxi woman pauses as they continue to sign. You must understand, the work that we do here, we we receive funds from sources, and we ensure that the people within the outer city receive the funds to help support them and their families. In exchange, sometimes people like to do favors for us, to help keep things going. If there is something that we are in need of, there are those who can help us provide it. But the funds would mostly be for feeding the people. Getting back what is rightfully theirs, and returning it to them. For a fee, of course. We are a business, after all. Well, a coin is a favor by any other name, but you mentioned sources that help you. These sources would be interested in helping girls as well. If we're helping you... Well, if you were helping the people of the outer city, I'm sure that the people would be more than willing to offer assistance should you require it. And could you put us in contact with any of these sources? They shrug and do a thing where they wave their head, their head side to side as though they're weighing up their options. And I think perhaps you misunderstand. You are already in contact with the people. You are speaking with the people. Through me... You hear their words. You hear their cries for assistance, their needs, their wants, their desires. Should you wish to communicate back, you need only speak with me, and your words would be heard. Very well, then. If you can keep an eye, an ear out for anything that might be useful for us, then we will, of course, repay favors. We will help you in any way necessary. Perhaps, then, a gesture of goodwill first. We do not know you. Understandable. Whilst we're... Talking, have you heard of someone called Akin Celebon at all? It's a contact we're looking to meet in this city, but we don't know where to find them. Mm, who do they work with? Who do they work for? There are many factions within the city. I look like I'm weighing up the options, considering how well the last conversation I had went, and I don't really think there's any harm in telling this person they're with the Order of the Gauntlet, which I understand are not seen favorably within Baldur's Gate. Maybe not to the lords. As I said earlier, there are very few organizations who care about the people here. They do not interfere with our business. We do not care what they do. Yes, whether the lords wish to admit it or not, many of the wider world's factions are complicit in the actions within the city. Everybody has a finger in the melting pot of Baldur's Gate, whether they will acknowledge this or not. I cannot say that I know this person that you speak of, but if they are with the gauntlet, well, chances are you will find them in the Low Lantern. The docks are a bit of a no-man's land, 
tends to be where people from the outside do business. And people enter the city, people leave the city on the river. There is much foot traffic. It would be very hard to control for any one organization. So rather than waste the resources, we all agree there is some peace there. So if they are an external faction, such as the Order of the Gauntlet, then they are probably at the docks. And if they are at the docks and they are not one of the shadier organizations, then they are probably in the Lowlander. Thanks, that's... Uh... Really helpful. Mm, that place sounds useful. Certainly. Ask what you will. I will do what I can. This is more of a personal question, but is there anyone around here who could be trusted to courier a couple of letters? We could probably do that for you. Where were you trying to get them to? Um, well, I've got one that I need to go to Waterdeep, and the other one would be going to a place in Parchtrest called the Hot Cross Lodge. Hey, I see you reaching for the skip button, but listen. There are a ton of fantastic shows out there. Here's one you could be missing out on right now. Hi, I'm Jeff Stormer, and I host Party of One, an actual play podcast focused on two-player role-playing experiences. Every week, I sit down with my friends, we play a two-player game, we share a few laughs, maybe a few tears, and a really good time. We aim to explore a variety of games, playstyles, and emotional experiences that are often overlooked in the tabletop hobby. New episodes drop every Tuesday. Check us out at partyofonepodcast.com. See now, is that so bad? And now, on with the show. The tabaxi sits for a moment as Rilsa signs. We know a great many people. Partrest is very far, but we can probably ensure it gets where it's going. Waterdeep 2 is a great distance, but we can ensure that it is on the next caravan. You will wish to include some silver to ensure that the carriers are kept honest. Of course. <laughs> Make sure your letters do not end up in a river. <laughs> Toby digs through. So you take out both letters. Do you include anything for either of them? Yeah, the letter to Isla's got ten gold in it and uh-huh. <laughs> the rock. <laughs> You're going through your stuff, you're going through your bag, and you take the 10 gold and you put it inside the package, and you pick up the rock, and you look at it, roll a will save with disadvantage. Oh no. You're looking at that rock in your hand, you know, just, I'll I'll send it to her in the next letter. It's fine. I'll I'll send it to her next time. And you put the stone back in your bag as you take out the letter. Oh no. And... Put the gold in there. Was there anything you were sending to Libby? No, I don't think I was sending anything to Libby. Yeah, it was just the letter to Libby. Do you hand over the small package for Partrest and the second letter to Waterdeep and give them the instructions? We will pass it to our contacts and we will ensure that it gets where it needs to go. Thanks, I'd really appreciate that. Certainly. Is there anything else I can help you both with? Just as an aside, we should probably let you know. Upon the incident at the town centre, we are probably quite known. At least the name of our company may be known in town. Yes, I expect so. Many people are already talking about you. Some of your agents may want to be careful about approaching us. We're not on good terms with Nant Fangle and his lot. Our agents, as you put it, are not likely to have a problem talking with you. Any more than a baker would. Fair enough. Well, I'm just giving you a warning. It's worth to be on the safe side. Things can go wrong at times. I appreciate it. However, I have been doing this for a very long time. And I intend to continue doing so for even longer. Very well. Well, if you ever need any favours? 
course, we'll look into what we can do at the Basilisk Gate. Well, as I, I mentioned, the, the people are always in need of assistance, especially when they are being tyrannized by cruel and evil men. And of course, I offer my services as a doctor. Always willing, happy to help. That is very kind of you, but... Especially for anyone who doesn't want to be known to be seeing a doctor, of course. I appreciate the thought. However, since this and the goblin gestures to its face, we have ensured that we have significantly better medical care now. Oh, of course. I wasn't referring to Of course. No. I, I appreciate the offer, but unless you plan on living here, temporary medical services are not entirely necessary. What exit should we use? Feel free to leave the way you came. Um, well, I just turned to Toby and Squaw. I hope you two like climbing. I meant the door. It leads to the street. You may walk wherever you wish. Ah, much more convenient. Yes, you need not climb over the buildings. That was, well, I like to show off. What can I say? <laughs> And the tabaxi woman giggles as she's translating this. Oh, actually, I do have one more question. Please, ask whatever you wish. Is there a temple for the Raven Queen anywhere in Baldur's Gate or around Baldur's Gate? The goblin smiles and Oz says to you, The Raven Queen's temple's everywhere. Of course it is. She doesn't need a building. You may worship wherever you wish. Well, that that's fair. Thanks. I guess we'll meet back up with our compatriots and, and get back to you. That is very kind of you. I look forward to hearing from you. I stand and begin to gradually make my way out. Yeah, I bid them goodbye and step outside. They really are lovely curtains. That's very kind of you. Thank you. Travel safe. We'll try. And if you need anything, please feel free to stop by the front of the store like a customer. We'll do that. The tabaxi nods politely, and the goblin begins to wrap its face again. You all head out into the street, and still a relatively nice day, still relatively early in the afternoon. What do you do? Well, should we wait for the others, or to proceed on to Worms Rock without them? Where should we wait? I have to confess, I'm still not entirely comfortable with this plan. Mm, what was uh, going to meet Octa? Well, looking at her operations, I'm not entirely convinced that they're going to be the sort we want to be working with. There are benefits, but there are also downsides. I have to say I'm quite in agreement. Where should we wait for them? Because it's not like they know where we are. Oz, do you think you could go and look for Mix and the others, please? I could try. Ah. Oz circles up, heads back the way you guys came towards the gate. And given that Mix, Doomsinger, and Murren are not particularly trying to hide in any way, he dive bombs them as he finds them at the gate. Mix's uh. head jolts up. Oz? Oh. oh, thank goodness. He lands on your head. I very gently scratch his head. I hope the others are okay. Will, will you lead us back to them? He jumps off your head and starts flying in front of you, slightly a foot up, which is not suspicious at all that you're being led through the city by a bird. This point doesn't matter. Anyone wants to argue, I'll find him. We've already done a lot of that. <laughs> As you're walking through the outer city, the buildings here, for what they are, are very ramshackle. There are still buildings in this portion of the city, but they're very low quality compared to some of the city that you've seen. Every now and again, you can just get a look from a kid being dragged along by its frustrated and tired parent. It's like, mom, mom, look, look, the bird. And she's like, come along, you little shit. Give a fuck about the bird. No, but mom, it's a no, shut up. Oz leads you through some winding streets towards 
a very dingy looking alleyway. It does indeed. Return you safely to Urbax, Scraw, and Toby. Mix is so happy to see them that she tries to hug all three at once. Oh, hello. I back away uncomfortably. Oh my god, it's so good to see you guys. It really is good to see you. We've had a great time. There was there was a very nice goblin. Hmm, we learned a great deal. We haven't been separated that long. It's been an eternity. Oh, did it not go well then? We should find somewhere to talk. Can we drink? I'm not sure we'll find anywhere reputable enough to drink, but we can certainly try. Hmm. We were recommended a place. Literally, how far are the dock from here? That would be back inside the city. Ah, curses. Oh well, I have no intention of paying more gold to the basilisk again. I'll probably find somewhere else. Can we just go for a wander? Usually the best way to locate new things. Mix is going to take point and just the first place that she spots that looks like they serve food and drink, she starts marching in that direction. Okay. You are wandering through these dingy streets and on one corner you find an almost sturdy looking building and the sign outside says the suckling pig, food and drink, good prices, hot meals. That'll do. And then you can see someone scrolled on the side of it. Cheap ale and cheaper women. <laughs> Mix hesitates for a moment, but then she's just like, Ugh, whatever, and just walks in. Don't worry, Mix. I don't believe they do actual slavery here. You can't buy people like that. I hope not. I thought of him, but I'm less convinced. Novak's <laughs> going to obliviously walk in. Things have gone well today, so he's fairly happy. Mix is going in the opposite. Like, I don't give a shit. Things couldn't get worse today. Yeah, it's a fairly dusty looking tavern it's not the cleanest place but it's also far from the worst you've ever seen there are a few patrons dotted around sitting and having food it's more of a tavern pub than a restaurant so it's the kind of place where you find a table and then you get your food and you tell them where you're sitting that's fine mix is going to order a very 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 large drink so you just go up to the counter and order a drink excuse me a glass of your strongest alcohol. And can I also have a steak? The barman turns around and he is an extremely good-looking and well-kept Asimar. And he turns and smiles at you and says, Certainly. That'll be a Goliath. You want a Goliath steak too? What the heck? I can share it if I can't finish it. He reaches under the bar and pulls up a an onyx glass so it's just pitch black glass what, 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 what? it's about five inches tall and it's like a whiskey tumbler style glass um excuse me a bit before how much is this gonna cost for the steak and the drink yes mm, 200 silver two gold how much is just the drink tell you what you give me a smile and you can get it for one mix gives him the best smile she has ever mustered in her entire life. Eyes gleaming, cheeks puffy and red, and... As soon as you smile, he puffs out his Asimar wings whoosh, to try and startle you and make you react in some way. The way I react is my wings pop out too. <laughs> uh, sure, sure. One gold for your drink and your meal. Okay. How would you like it, steak? Um... Medium rare, please. He shouts something back to the kitchen, turns, now about that drink. And he pulls up a second tumbler that's very similar. Mind if I join you? Uh, you know what? Sure. So he turns around and takes off the shelf a bright purple bottle. It 
looks like it's made out of purple crystal and it's got little bat wings on the top for handles and he uncorks it you swear you see a little vapor rise out of the bottle briefly as he turns around and pours a thick almost syrupy liquid into the glasses about halfway up into both of them and then he stops it puts it back and he snaps his fingers and both drinks catch on fire with a purple flame. He holds it up, and the purple flame is making the black onyx glass glisten, and the light refracts on your face, and it looks very mysterious on him as he's looking directly over the glass as he hands you one. It's still on fire. Nyx is very entranced by this fiery wizardry that's happening. I'll take it from him, happily. And he brings the glass up to his lips, and sips from it whilst it's on fire. Nyx blows out the fire first before sips. No, 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 no. You're going to ruin the flavor. And he snaps his fingers again, and it catches a light. You think I'd be selling you a drink that you could hurt yourself with? Look, I've had a lot of encounters today. You're going to ruin the flavor. Drink your drink. Okay, okay, okay. And she drinks. She drinks it. You bring the glass to your lips, and you find that the flame is not hot in any way, that it's almost like the fluid itself is flame, and as you're drinking it, it feels like a flame is, you know, the, the movement of a fire in a fireplace. It feels like that in your mouth, but without the heat. Interesting. And it feels like that all the way down, and it's kind of soothing and warm, and it tastes like aniseed and plum. Spicy plums, like cloves and like, yeah. It feels like a warm flame without the heat. Oh, that's the stuff. Now, I needed that. if you try and drink it when it's not on fire, it tastes like ass, so don't do that. Okay, what, what's it called? Because, uh, you know, I think I'm probably going to want to order this again. This little beauty is called a Persephone. Ooh, Mix has found her new favorite drink. So as Mix is getting her flirt on with the bartender, what are the rest of you doing? <laughs> <laughs> Looking for a table. Oh, waiting to order me some food. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Mix is taking up his attention, so... Imagine airbags just standing there waiting. I kind of wonder what they're thinking, because I don't know how far away they are from where I am, but with the glowy wings out and the drinking fiery drinks. Well, the, I'm wondering if it's a mating display. The, the moment the wings came out, I rolled my eyes and went and found a table. You all get food and drink if you want it. Find a table. Were you actually going to try and have a conversation with this barman and get some information out of him, or were you just going to rejoin your friends? Seeing as that drink got mixed, inebriated way quicker than anticipated. She's not gonna ask much for now. She'll come back to it later. You're very nice. I have... I certainly am. Where are you staying? I I don't know yet. Well, that's exactly what I wanted to hear. We got rooms, if you want them. Do, Do you have room for all of us? Oh, we certainly have rooms for you and your friends. They're modest rooms, of course. And I, I mean, I, just, I need a bed. I, 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 I... But best you'll find in the outer city. Well, let, let, let me run it by them, because I, I don't make all the decisions. <laughs> that would be ridiculous. Let, let me check with them. You sure? You kind of look like the boss. Well, I mean, and Mix tries to flip her hair, forgetting that it's not three feet long anymore. <laughs> well, I, I mean, I, I don't like to presume these things. I'll tell you what, why don't you twinkle on over there and tell them that we got rooms enough for all of y'all and let me know what they say. I will. Thank you so much. No problem. You enjoy your food. I'll have someone bring it right over. 
thank you, thank you. And she stands up and tries very hard to walk to the table straight. Concentrating. She's concentrating. You make it. Nobody can tell. Yeah, I, I, I didn't think so. Go over to the table and plop down next to Toby. G- guys, the, they they have rooms here. We could stay here. Oh, oh, I, I understand. <laughs> well, why wouldn't you understand? Uh, a room for each of us? Yeah. Oh, okay, yeah. Um, yes. would, would, would you prefer to share? Might be cheaper to share. Would you be lonely? No, no, no certainly not. That's uh, not my prerogative, no. Okay, that's good. Well, I mean, it might be cheaper for some of us to share. Toby, do you want to share? Mix, I've been sharing rooms with you since we started traveling together. Well, um, I know, but I mean, may- maybe uh, you want to give us his own. Maybe you just want to share with us and you want to leave little me alone. I'm good with sharing. How much did you drink? I d- I- you still have most of your drink. Just, just this? third or fourth at this much of this and mix is making hand gestures trying to figure out how much of the glass she's drank she's just sitting there with a on fire glass do you want some it's really good maybe after we've done the important talking about how our day went fine i didn't want to share anyway and she takes another sip toby is fighting the urge of taking it off <laughs> Well, our day was certainly quite interesting. We managed to bluff our way through the gate and find our way to where that goblin fellow was. It turns out he's essentially a de facto representative for some kind of guild. Essentially some group that represents the downtrodden peasant collective of Baldur's Gate. Yeah, it seems like he's basically a representative of the people out here. The guild is bad. Marin, I'm going to defer to your judgement about what happened. Well, um... I believe the wizard that Mix had met up earlier, he led us to... A very nice house. Wait, I thought you didn't like it. I was just putting it... You said it was gaudy. It, it was. But, you know, I'm not accounting for their tastes. It was such a nice house. But in any case, we met with Duke Thorlin, but he seemed particularly interested in where the rest of our party was, mm. as in... You. Did you tell him where we were? I believe we did. Ah. And that was when he expressed his, let's say, distrust of the guild. What did he say about them exactly? He believes them to be... He hates them. The problem. The, the source of the rot. Hmm. Well, the impression I got is quite the opposite. It seems like the people out here and the people that me and Airbag and Scroll met with basically want to be able to get on with their lives without being taken advantage of and exploited and having their stuff stolen and basically being made poorer than they already are. It sounds like the Black Claw is the problem. Mm. The person who controls the toll at um, Basilith Gate is a dwarf named Nant Fangle, and he is extorting everyone coming through. You have to pay a free gold apiece just to get through the gate. I put my head down. Um, uh, is that true? Yeah, three gold. Why? Um, Did you pay more than might have paid uh, 25. 25 gold? Uh, yes. Uh, I owe someone 300 gold. You, you owe someone 300 gold? It makes this downing her drink at this what? point, like... What did you guys do? I had a bad day. Yeah, I say you have the bad day. I had the worst day. But it's fine, because you guys are here now, and I like you so much. That's, that's great. 300 gold? For what? 
Who do you owe 300 gold? Some, some tabaxi. I think, yes, a tabaxi uh, medic. She was very soft. Why earth do you need a medic, knowing that I am here? Oh, he's really insulted. <laughs> Mix just starts laughing hysterically. Not explaining anything, just laughing. Well, uh, the idea was for Mix to, I think, cross through the gate, uh, through Darconia's, but, um, well, as Mix was in a, um, had fallen unconscious, they provided a medic there and then. We didn't expect there to be a doctor. We were, we were hoping that we'd be able to get through. Under the guise of finding our Doctor Hugh, it, it didn't work out. It did not. I mean, I can understand that, obviously, you took a chance. That was just a very expensive chance. If I knew that was going to happen, I wouldn't have done it. Well, we may yet be able to turn this to our advantage. We have been offered an opportunity to prove ourselves to the guild by dealing with Nantfangle's extortion scheme. This debt may give us an end somehow. What does dealing with mean? I don't trust anyone here. It did seem a little unreasonable. A little. A little unreasonable. <laughs> a little bit. It was so crazy. Especially she didn't even hear me. I just pat her on the hand <laughs> gently and sympathetically. <sighs> so... Well, you you mentioned the, the Duke, Silvershield. Yes. Can you at least tell us more about what he wanted of you? And what did you agree to? He's a jerk. So he's a jerk, and the guild are jerks. They're all jerks. This town is bad. I don't like it. Well, yeah, I'm, I'm getting that. So did, did you come to any kind of agreement with this guy? Uh, unfortunately, no. I didn't like him. And I maybe made that a little obvious. Oh, God. He kicked us out. That happened too. So you met with one of the dukes of the city and he kicked you out of his house. Yeah, yeah. I, I was going to put in no, no, yeah, no, he kicked us out. Well, then I'm not sure we've got a lot of options. I mean, you said that he called the people that we met with the rot, but looks a lot like the rot is actually in the city and coming from the people who run it or protect it. Mm, the more I hear about this, the more I'm less inclined to go to Worms Rock now. Well, we could go there to... I'm, I'm ill at ease with this. We could at least go there to try and see if they know anything about what happened to Trail. It can't hurt to at least try and get some more information. If that's the case, we might best head there early. We don't want word of our dealing for the guild to get there. If the Duke knows that we've spoken to members of the guild, then... He may pass on word, and it might be possible that the Black Core might not be as accepting to us. Don't know how closely intertwined they are, but definitely in the upper echelon of society. I do also have another idea. I mean, at least as far as finding out if Mix's sister really did die. <sighs> She's dead, okay? Well, I just find it really strange that she turned into a weird flesh monster really suddenly on the stage and that it happened to both her and her attacker seems really convenient. I can't concur, that does not happen normally when people die. I mean, I think it's at least a good idea to try and find out whether she's, you know, actually dead or somewhere else. <sighs> What's your idea? I could try and contact my patron. Uh, God supplicating. The Raven Queen, you say? Yes. And and you can do that? Uh, well, I can try. Is she, is she, can she hear you here? Well, according to the goblin at the guild, uh, her temple is everywhere, so 
theoretically, I can try and make contact with her anywhere. Anywhere that life and death could happen. The only issue is, is that I guess you could say our relationship's a little bit frosty. If, if anyone can charm anyone, you can, Toby. It makes places a hand on Toby's shoulder, reassuringly. Thanks, I think. But yeah, just putting that out there. If if she is dead, then my patron should not. Well, if you think that was a swage mixes fears about Krell, then I, th- I think it would be a good idea. It's also just having the certainty. I mean, as I said, I th- I think that display we all saw was a bit convenient. Yes, certainty is good. And also just, if that really was Trail, then how does that happen to a person? And who did it is also a, a question, which is also why I think we should still consider talking to the Black Claw to at least get, you know, if, an idea of if they have any kind of idea, or even if to feel out if maybe they were responsible. I agree. If anything, it should answer at least one of our questions. D- don't worry, Toby. I'll protect you. Thanks. If we go into the keep and the Worms Rock, I'll keep you safe. And you too are back. I'll keep everybody safe. Well, if we had best go, we best go soon. Don't want word of our affiliation with the guild getting to them. That makes sense to me. Yeah, I have no arguments there. Just mix. Maybe for now, just let everyone else do the talking. You know, fun. It makes puts her head down on the table. Well, if we can procure rooms here, you'll be able to speak to your um, attractive Asimar bar friend over there later on. <laughs> I mean, he's, he's pretty nice to talk to. Mm-hmm. If you were to leave shortly to get Worms Rock, it would be probably just before dusk when you get there. <sighs> well, I'm looking out the window at the sky. Well, looking at this, we don't have much time. I'm not foregoing to Worms Rock, but we should put it to a vote then. They're also in- so intent on it. I think we should go to find out what they know, and if they've got anything to say or any information that could help us. Just a little question. Is Mix fit to travel? <laughs> Of course! Perhaps we should just stop her from talking to anybody. After the shambles that was our interaction with Duke Tolin, I'm not entirely convinced that she should be doing... Mix kicks, Doomy's knee. Any communicating whatsoever. Kick, kick, kick. The next thing you know... Hey! What? Oh. Scrawl looks down at the table. One of you just kicked me, and I'm going to find out who it was. And then we're going to wrestle. I don't think we have time for this. It was you! <laughs> no, of course it wasn't me! Why would I kick you? Mix is sniggering at the moment. Leonaris is like, hmm. Why would I kick you when you're not doing anything that would warrant kicking? Why would anyone here kick me? I don't know, but what vote is on the drunk person? Hey, you traitor. I was gonna confess anyway. Sure you was. Bartender, can we get a water to go? So we're wrestling then. No, okay. we're not wrestling. We're leaving. Yes, wrestle. No, we don't have time for wrestling. Is it really wise going there now with her in this state? Scroll gets up and starts replicating the bar setup at the tavern that you stayed at in Eltrail, where he starts moving tables around. Oh my god, we're not scared. He starts making space, and one of the barmen comes over, like he's a big Goliath guy, who just wants to. <clears throat> Oh, we, oh, we could have a problem. What's, what's the mean? Why is he moving tables around? Mix gets up and follows after Wiscars. No, 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 no. We, we, we were just gonna have a little wrestle match. You know, a friendly wrestle match. Nope, nope. Get out. Really? Yeah, get out. Go on, get out. We'll be back. Can nope. we have a- Leave. You're, you're drunk, you are. 
you need to get out. And unless you're drinking, your drink's empty. So, yeah, go on. Can, can, can I have a water for her, please, to go? No, you can't take a glass out into the street. That's dangerous. <laughs> Toby, I'll be fine. Mm. I got water right here. And Mick pops her hip out, and she has a little flagon, and it is actually filled with water, but she has one. There. Now, leave. Well, we've been kicked out, so we might as well go to Worm's Rock. <laughs> this is a bad idea. This is a bad idea. This so is a bad idea. is wandering around the streets with no aim. We can wrestle in the streets! No, we're not wrestling in the street! That's a great idea! I grab Nyx by her hood and start dragging her out of the bar and down the street. I resist. Yeah, you make a grab for Mix's hood and she dodges out of the way as Scraw rushes in to grapple her. Uh, That's a natural one. (laughs) How does drunken Mix evade the mighty grappler? Very elegantly, like very um, drunken boxer a la Naruto type of uh, Rock Lee. As she dodges Scraw, she very elegantly flops onto his back. Aha! I win. It's more like a big hug. You fluff around onto his back, and as you try to wrap your arms around his waist, he doubles over backwards and wraps his arms around you, and you are now grappled as he suplexes you into the ground in front of him. (laughs) I want to intervene, but I'm probably going to get hurt if I do, so I'm just standing there watching, shaking my head. He does it in such a way that he controls your fall. As he flips over with you in his arms to try and bring you down, he's trying to control your fall, but he whiffs it completely, and he actually just takes you into a proper suplex. (laughs) You realize what's happening and try to dodge out of it just that little bit too late and your head just slams into the ground. Oh no. Drunk and concussed. I've gone from shaking my head to burying my head in my hands. As he slams your head into the ground, he gets up. Oh, Mix, 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 Mix. I'm so sorry. Are you okay? Uh, But it was fun. Yeah, it was. We should do that again next time. Yeah, next time, can- And then he looks around at the others and is like, I think maybe we should behave now, though. Oh. We're in trouble. I guess. Okay. I'm just gonna look around and see if anyone's actually watching us. I think there's a couple of street kids who are watching with vague amusement, but this is the slums, worst things have happened. You get the impression the kids were waiting for blood, but there wasn't any, and they get disinterested and leave. Okay, Erbach, I'll grant you, it is a bad idea, but- Whatever ideas do we have? I'm just worried about the fact that she's drunk and concussed, and we have to somehow remind everyone that this is Chael's sister. I can behave. Maybe she can walk it off. Well, I feel like they've got it out of their system, so... We just won't let her do any of the important talking, as we've already been warned not to do that anyway. Well, that's fine. I don't want to talk to them anyway. (laughs) And Mix gets up and... Brushes herself off. Worms Rock, you don't necessarily know the way, but it's actually visible from where you are, as it is quite literally, it's a cliff that looks out over the Kyonthar River, and so it is a raised slope, and basically you will have to head out of the slums and out of the district altogether and head up to what is more or less a small keep. Let's skip walking. Maybe maybe the walk will sober her up a little. Ah! Shush you. 
Well, we've got our water skins, if that might help. A lot of water. Yeah, I start heading in the direction where I can see the keep in the distance. Before anyone else, yes, at the moment, Toby's entire plan is just head straight for it. What could go wrong? You guys are just meandering through the city streets, and eventually you turn a corner, and you were absolutely convinced that this next turn was the main road that would lead you towards the keep, and you turn directly into a dead end. <clears throat> Well, this is, I'm going to admit this is embarrassing, but if someone else thinks that they might be able to navigate better, feel free. As you all stop suddenly behind Toby as he turns around, you hear behind you, (coughs) You look lost. And that's all we had time for. Join us next week for episode 9, Wrong Place, Wrong Time. Thanks once again for taking the time to listen and travel alongside us. Remember, hiatus starts after next week's episode and we return on September 9th. However, if that's a little too long to wait, Patreon backers at the $5 and above tier will get the next episode on September 2nd due to their early access privileges. Until next time, travel safe and remember, in this realm or the next, the scales of justice are here for you. Always. Always.